Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Hello. How are you, Kaz? Oh, look. I'm just wondering just... why my headphones wonder why I wasn't getting any sound. It was because of my headphones plugged in. <laughs> oh, tubes, I've done that one. We've all done it. I'm glad you do it. Yeah. It's a quality. We've been talking about that today. A little t- touch on equality. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? This, what are we, 2024? <laughs> thought we would have had all of this stuff sorted by now, but let's keep working on it. Yeah. Equal pay? How do you feel about that, Chips? I just think that if you're doing a job, <laughs> if you are doing a job, the pay rate is the pay rate. Right? Well, it is. Equal pay for a job. Yes. Just doesn't matter whether you're a man, woman. There's some men out there that are just shit at their jobs. And they get paid heaps more money than women, and that's bullshit. Do they? Who are these men? I'm getting Inspired fired them. up about this. And I shouldn't be, because mm. we talked about it in the show. What Guess you missed what? in the show. The what? gig is up. What do you mean? The jig is up. The gig is up. No more. Well, it's good. Yeah. Please. Here's what you missed. <laughs> <laughs> Darren Clark, the president of the Brighton Football Club, is he joined us live to talk about what's happening at Brighton this weekend. Pip Kiernan, the chair of Clean Up Australia Day, yeah. to forecast what's happening for Clean Up Australia Day this Sunday. And free beer. Free beer with Jack Rewalt. How you can get your hands on that? Here's what you missed. Triple M breakfast. Tropical morning. Tropical. Well, it's going to be... It felt like it. Yeah, I think, I think today we're going to feel it. Current We're temperature? Feel Current temperature 17 degrees mm. at midway point. But today, a 31 degree d- day today. Oh, yes. Fill up those buckets of water for your pets. A late shower or two, though. Some sh- oh. showers coming. Hopefully. Nice. Hopefully. I like showers. I like the rain. <laughs> thunder? Like- yeah, I don't mind thunder. When, I- when we lived in Burnie... Growing up, our house was up on top of the hill looking across Bass Strait. Oh, well, you were the king of Bernie, weren't you? Well, still am. And and I used to love sitting there. We'd do this at night time. Mum would sit in our lounge room that looked out over Emu Bay. We'd open the curtains and watch Thunder and Lightning. That was one of my favourite things to do as a kid. Yeah. Watch the lightning storms. Childhood memories. Yeah. Now, now we watch, the kids are watching them on YouTube. <laughs> and <laughs> no, TikToks. TikToks. Turn it off. Absolutely. Look out the window. Yeah. You know, so I like the rain. I don't mind the rain. Summer rain. Summer rain. <laughs> Who sings that song, Riri? Is that Belinda Carlisle? Oh, She's going to Google it for yeah. us. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, pull yes. in the colour. Summer rain. So last few days of summer, let me follow the seasons. Two days. We've got <gasps> Two days. Today and tomorrow left because, of course, February. Why can't oh. I say February? February this year has 29 days. So I'm going to have to pack away all of my summer clothes. I've just got into wearing shorts. I've got a bit of a t- story to tell you about that a bit later. <laughs> Great. It's triple. Producer Rare from the Triple M Producers Desk joins us in studio to give us an update on things that are making news around Tassie. Good morning, Rare. Good morning. What is making news? So you may have seen yesterday that the Tasmanian Liberals have promised that if elected, they'll keep the University of Tasmania at Sandy Bay rather than moving it to the CBD. So specifically, they'll amend the University of Tasmania Act 1992 to require the land at Sandy Bay not to be sold without support from both Houses of Parliament. (laughs) Oh, come on. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They've said the Liberal Party respects the right of the university to establish new facilities in the Hobart CBD and elsewhere if they wish. Yep. So They're doing it anyway. It sounds like they sort They've of... invested millions and millions and millions of dollars into the city mm-hmm. with purchasing property, building buildings, 
And they're moving anyway. Yeah. So the uni's already begun this process of moving and mm. 40% of southern operations have already moved into the CBD. There you go. With I, 60% expected by 2026. Look, I, and I don't know the nuts and bolts of the whole situation, but I do walk around the city as a shopper. I yep. visit to our city and there's people around the city and there's, you know, new shops and there's people wandering around and there's new Taz signs on some great new buildings everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then you drive around and you say, stop the UTAS move and you just want to go, uh, does someone it's want to tell them what? they've already moved? <laughs> I think the I think the issue is that there are a lot of residents and people, former university students, who love that university campus lifestyle. Well, we it, remember the uni bar. Yeah, I remember the uni bar. Yeah. I was didn't, pretty frequent there. Didn't go to uni, but I went to the uni bar. Hang on. Yeah. I went to the uni review and went to the uni bar. Do you think I maybe should have gone to uni? <laughs> no. Anyway. The uni bar is still <laughs> operational and they do some great concerts there. I think that the university sees the opportunity to move into the city as a chance to have, and this, as silly as this sounds, have education more accessible to people who live outside of our city. Yeah. Like me. Me. When I moved to Hobart, I moved to Seven Mile Beach and I had to catch a bus to Rosney, Mm -hmm. then a bus to the city, then a bus out to Sandy Bay. Now, I know that's not far to go from the city to Sandy Bay, but it was still a distance. It was still a journey. An extra bus. An extra bus, an extra time. And I think if it's in the city where all of our access will be with our public transporters, hopefully that gets better over the next few decades. Accessibility to students and people who want to go to university are less intimidated coming into the city than they are going to a campus in Sandy Bay. Hmm. Yeah. And they're doing it already. So, and I think that this might be, <laughs> this move by the Liberals might just be an opportunity for them to grab some votes. Well, Labor has asked why this is being announced now and if this is how they really felt, why didn't they do anything about it in the past 10 years? The Property Council has said it's not just a backflip but a belly flop. Well, it is like, again, they're telling the university what they want, what they can do with their Mm. things. If they're going to tell the university what they can do with their things, are they going to tell private property owners what they can then do with their things? Well, that's true. So a UTAS spokesperson has said, we look forward to seeing the detail on this policy announcement and understanding the legal, planning and financial implications. Mm, Mm. Let's move on to some gold. gold. So this is a little bit cute. Uh, Tassie has seen its first ever court therapy dog appointed yesterday. So Zoe the Golden Lab is a fully accredited and licensed therapy dog whose full-time job will be to bring comfort and relief to vulnerable people and those who need it in Tassie courts, so in Hobart, Launceston and Devonport. She was sworn in to the Federal Circuit and Family Court Circuit yesterday um, and she's the second dog in Australia to be to become a court therapy dog with the first happening last year in Melbourne. So second ever. Yeah, awesome. so she senses or well, she is trained to sense distress yeah. and discomfort and will go and, you know, assist, hang out with that person. And I think there's plenty of people who are drawn into court s- sessions that would feel exactly that way. Yeah. Absolutely, sp- particularly family court. Sessions. This is great. Yes. This is fantastic. This is great news. Dogs with jobs. Dogs Tommy, with jobs. the Labradoodle, <laughs> if you are listening, go and get a job. <laughs> Start paying rent, Tommy. <laughs> Producer Ray, thanks for joining us. Anytime. Kaz, last night we're sitting after we put the kids to bed, so Erin and I are sitting at home, my partner, yes. sitting after the exhaustion of having to put two kids to bed. It was about 8.10. Oh, that's good time. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Was We aim between 7 and 7.30, so we're a little, <laughs> okay. little, little behind <laughs> schedule. But it was all right. We're sitting there about to turn on the telly to watch an episode of a show we're watching at the moment. Which is? Uh, Welcome to Wrexham. Which is a oh, show with Ryan, oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yes, yep. Adrian watched that. My husband Adrian watched that. Erin isn't a sports person, yeah. but she's it's really cool. enjoying this. Yeah. So we're sitting down, about to put that on. She said, "Oh, tubes, we need we need some cash for tomorrow." Yep. Oh, okay. I haven't got any. She said, "No, neither have I." <laughs> so, well, where are we going to get cash at ten past eight? Is she goes, "Oh, you can get it from the supermarket. Just go to the supermarket." I'm like. Sorry, you mean me? Yeah. She goes, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll go down. I'll go down. She said, I'll go down. 
I looked at her and she's in her pajamas. Okay, no. I'm like, so you mean me? She goes, yeah, can you get me a treat mm, as fair well? Fair enough. I'm like, okay. Yep. Because I keep saying on this radio show that you should treat, treat yourself. yourself. And yeah. so that means treat Aaron as well. So I go down to the supermarket and I go and I grab a punnet of raspberries because I really like raspberries. Oh, for your some, treat? Yeah, for my treat. I grab some cereal because I need some cereal for work. And I grab Aaron a little bag of Easter eggs. She likes oh. chocolate solid Easter eggs. So I go to the to the service thing and I say, I need to get some cash out, please. And they said, yep, no worries. So I get the cash out. I didn't have the right card because oh. my credit card won't let me get cash out. Oh. So luckily oh, no. I had a, an actual physical card that was linked to an old account that had some cash in <laughs> what, it. What, a dollar mite account yeah, or something? something like that. <laughs> it still had some cash in it. So I gave it, paid with that one, came back, pulled into the driveway had the raspberries in my hand, I thought, I'll play a little joke here. Oh, So okay. I whack the Easter eggs into my pocket mm-hmm. and I walk in the back. And Aaron goes, did you remember to get me a treat? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave her the raspberries. Said, <laughs> and she just looked Ooh. at me with pure, pure disdain. Oh, yeah. She's like, what did you actually get me? And I went, yeah. reached in my pocket and went, ah, just kidding. <laughs> Tricked you. She yeah. knows me so well. Oh, yeah. But then I had to go back to the supermarket. Back out again? Yeah, what well, because she said I need ice cream for my raspberries. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. Every single morning we spin the Triple M prize wheel and your chance to win a prize is as easy as calling one triple three five three. Good morning to Angela from New Norfolk. Hi. Oh, there you are. (laughs) Morning, Angela. How are you, Angela? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. Are you you travelling, Angela? I'm on my way to work, yeah. Oh, how long's the drive to work for you? An hour. (gasps) Is that nice? Do you feel you unwind? What do you do in the hour? Um, Yeah, just listen to music. Listen to Triple M. Triple M breakfast. Hey, Angela, where do you go from New Norfolk to go to work? What suburb do you work in? Well, I actually, I'm out of New Norfolk. I actually am up in Westerway. <gasps> Westerway. Yeah. Oh, that's, they make the nice um, raspberries. raspberries and the syrup. They do. And the ice cream. And the ice creams. Love yeah. that, Angela. Love Westerway. Was up there for the community hall event the other week. Oh, Paradise. okay. Paradise. Do they make the... Um, what's this, the sip? The is it blackberry syrup? Black currant syrup. Black currant. They do. I've been yeah, giving that to my do. son. He loves it. He does. Hey, Angela. Yeah. What's going on for you today? Where's work? What do you do for work? Uh, Claremont, and I'm a support worker. Excellent. Love that. Love that. What do you do in your spare time? Just spend time with the granddaughter. Oh, what's your granddaughter's name? Nora. How Nora. Old, how old is Nora? He's one. Oh. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Angela, we've spun the Triple M prize wheel and there's loads to win on there. What it's a pretty number good is number. It? It's number 51. 51. Angela, are you happy with that or would you like to spin again? No, I'm happy with that. Happy with that. All righty. You have won. $50 to spend at Brighton's Best Bakehouse. Brighton's oh. Best Bakehouse, the home of first prize pies. Well nice. done. Thank you very much. There you go, Angela. Have a great day. You too. Say good to Nora for us. Will do. And you can be just like Angela, who says she's from New Norfolk, but is actually from Westerway, by calling one triple three five three. Be proud of where you're from, Angela. Thank you. There we go. Angela from New Norfolk, New Norfolk, our winner on the Triple M prize wheel. Triple M breakfast. Kaz, there's some pay gap news coming out. Isn't there? Is this because we're coming up for International Women's Day next week? Oh, I can't wait for that. That'd be like Karen Day, International yeah. Women's Day. Well, it's all Karen about and the Rhea women Day. Mm. Oh, Rhea. Karen and Rhea Day. I've renamed yeah. it here in our studios at Triple M. Well, it's about all the women in our lives, and you two are very important women in my life, of course. Tell me about the pay gap, Tubes. Well, there's been every business with more than 100 workers now is required to make public their gender pay gap. (laughs) Some people are not happy with that. 
Well, I think it's great. I think the reality is a job is a job no matter your gender. Yes. Should be paid the same. If you're doing the same job, you get paid the same. Of course. Tasmania, interestingly, has the lowest gap. So there is a gap between what women get paid and what men get paid, and it's 5.4%. In Western Australia, the average gender pay gap is 21.7%. Men get paid 21% more than women, nearly 22%. That is BS. I, I, I don't think I've come across that in my working career where somebody, I'm sitting next to a guy and he's getting paid more. Mind you, I've had more female-dominated traditional, you know, I've worked in retail and well, then I was you, in a call centre and then I've been in, you, you know. You may not have known, Cass. That's the thing that they're saying oh. is that any... Now, any yeah. employee, any employer rather with 100 employees or more has to post their gender pay gap. So they have to or they have been? They have to. Wow. Won't that be interesting reading when mm. we can log on and have a look at our business of choice? The reason- and then you'll decide whether you want to continue to, you know, use them, shop there, deal with them. Oh, what do you think, Hobart? 0488881073 is the text line. Have you noticed any gender pay gaps in the industries you are involved in? Love to hear from you. Interestingly, like I said, that the pay gap for Tasmania is 5.4%. I, I think that's got a little bit to do with a lot of Tasmanians being paid less than everywhere else yes. and being paid the award rates. Yep. So that's good news for Tassie, but there's still a gap. Still needs to be 0%. Yes. If you're, yeah, let us know. 04881073. We've got a man about town. He's the president of the Brighton Football Club. He's joining us live in the studio to talk about what is happening at the Brighton Football Club this weekend. Good morning to you, Darren Clark. Good morning, Tubes. Good morning, Kaz. Good now, morning. Darren, I know you are massive in the space at Brighton Footy Club. You're doing great things out there. Your men's team was pretty good last year. Your women's team is building but you've got something special happening this weekend. What is going on at the Brighton Footy Club? So we have brought back the Lightning Premiership. Um, both men and women uh, will be playing on Saturday from uh, 10 o'clock in the morning right through to 6 p.m. Um, and so we'll have a lot of games, a lot of activities going on. It should be huge. Massive day. You've got around seven clubs involved. Brighton, Claremont, North Hobart, Hewenville, Kingborough, Clarence and Lauderdale all coming out to Pontville to play. Is there going to be some issues with the cricket pitch in the middle still? Uh, no, the cricket pitch has been covered over, um, so that's all good. We're all sweet. Uh, there is cricket on on the other ground, and we've also got a twilight market on that night, so there will be a bit happening in Bonville. <laughs> a bit oh, happening at Bonville. So Kirsten. anyone can come along. You don't have to be sporty, not saying that I'm not sporty because we know <laughs> I am. So even non-playing Sports, Not, kids. Yep, come along, grab something to eat, and if you want to duck over to the market and buy a little uh, trinket, I, look, knock I, yourself out. Look, I hate to say it, but it seems to be something for mum, something for dad, something for the kids going on there. <laughs> there is. <laughs> what I love about this is that the traditional uh, practice matches that happen, Darren, usually happen randomly at random spots, but you've centralised it this year. Why did you do that? Yeah, look, it was something that um, even when I was involved in coaching years back in the ODFA, we used to do, and I thought this is a great opportunity uh, to revisit that and try and make it an annual event and um, get all the clubs involved. We've got Bennett's Petroleum Online as a sponsor. They've been fantastic. So if you're driving past a uh, Bennett service station this morning, pop in and fill up. But, um, yeah, no, Bennett's have been fantastic. Come on this year, and uh, we hope to grow this. The games kick off from 10 a.m. at Pontville, but you've also got something happening. You said the market happening after the games and Twilight Market, but there's something happening inside the four walls of the Brighton Football Club that people might be interested in. Uh, Absolutely. We've got uh, four-time premiership player and Norm Smith medalist um, Isaac Smith coming down. Uh, He's going to do a clinic with the kids at 6 o'clock, and then at about 7.30 he's going to do a sports night, which is free to get into. Um, All we ask is that you come along and... uh, patronise the bar and maybe buy some of the sports memorabilia that Matt Frame um, sports memorabilia has put up for us. So come along and listen to Isaac Smith. Sorry, hold on. Isaac Smith is one of the great players. He's a Norm Smith medalist, as you said, four-time premiership player with Hawthorne and Geelong. And it's a free night to get into? It's a free night. 
Tubes's eyes have just, the, the, yours, I heard market and my eyes lit up. You heard free sports night with a, you know, a legend player. Player? He's that, a player? Yeah, yeah, he's a player. He's a retired player now. That's amazing. I didn't realise it was free. So free <laughs> from six o'clock with the kids clinic first up. Yep. Kids clinic with Isaac Smith, premiership player with Hawthorne and Geelong, and then a sporties night inside the bar. What's it called? The the Robin's Nest? Robin's Nest. Come on up to the Robin's Nest. Uh, listen to Isaac's story and uh, bring some uh, spare dollars along and buy a bit of memorabilia. That is brilliant. Darren Clark from the Brighton Football Club. Appreciate you coming in. The Lightning Premiership kicks off from 10 a.m. at Pontville. We'll catch you next time, Darren. Thanks very much, Tubes. Thanks, Kaz, for having me. It's trip- Last few days of summer, tubes. Yes, we have two days left, cats. Yeah, so that's two days of wearing summer clothes before they get packed away, and we have to bring out our new. You have a whole autumn wardrobes. You have a whole thing where you put your summer no. stuff. Okay. No, I don't because I live in Tasmania and could be could 13, be any time thirteen degrees, and then I could be in a sundress. I'm in a summer dress today, a long maxi. Do you know what a maxi is, tubes? I have no idea. A maxi is a long dress down to your ankles. Okay. Yeah, so it doesn't expose your legs. Right. I don't like my legs, which oh, is a ridiculous thing to say. Do you know there's whole Facebook groups and women's movements that say wear the shorts. There are some females that don't like wearing shorts. That's fine. Wear what you want, but you should like your legs. You can say wear what you want, but so I don't like my legs. Okay, They're, that's I'll also you, okay. I'll, I'll flash them to you. They're pretty, <laughs> they're pretty good pins. They're quite shapely, but, yes. you know... They're not tanned. So you think you have to have tanned legs, which is a ridiculous, outdated way of thinking. Mm -hmm. The only safe tan is a fake tan tubes. I feel like I'm educating you. Tan in a bottle. Tan in a bottle. Nobody lays in the sun anymore. That's, you know, 70s and 80s. That's gone. Gone. So last night, off to Alex's, my son Alex's cricket master blaster up at North Hobart. Yes. Picturesque oval. That's why we I chose it because it looks so nice. Beautiful day for shorts. I'm wearing shorts. Well done. I'm a mature aged mum. I'm going to be confident and put the shorts on. Great so job. Off I went. Walked around, swanning about in my shorts, feeling so confident and thinking, you know, there's nothing wrong with my legs. Just let it go. Walked you know, chatted to some of the other parents, you know, threw the ball, dropped the catches a few times, walked a couple of laps around the oval in the sunshine. I was loving myself. Great. So then I went and, you know, sat down in the stand and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, so proud, you know, wear the shorts, put the shorts on, wear the bathers to the beach, do all these empowering female things. And then I looked down at my legs that I was Thought I was so proud of. Mm. Do you know what happened, Tubes? <laughs> when I was fake tanning my legs, I would I got a little bit distracted by something at home. You know, Alex is calling mum, mum, mum when dad's sitting right next to him. So, you know, <laughs> I had to stop doing what I was doing. I had been at the North Hobart Oval or the TCA, swanning about in my shorts for a, an hour and a half. And I'd only fake tanned one leg. (laughs) It's Triple M Breakfast. This Sunday, March the 3rd, is a day we're encouraged to step up and clean up. It is Clean Up Australia Day to take to our streets, beaches, parks, bushlands and waterway to pick up litter. So to tell us more, the Chair of Clean Up Australia Day, Pip Kinnan, joins us live. Pip, good morning to you. Good morning. It is so great to have your company. What year are we up to for Clean Up Australia Day? We are up to the 34th year of cleaning up the country. Wow. That's Amazing. a lot of rubbish and <laughs> a lot of bags of rubbish that shouldn't have been there that we've removed. Well done. That's right. A lot of amazing volunteers who get out. Um, every Clean Up Australia Day and do their bit. And I think the message is out there still about Clean Up Australia Day and why it's so important, Pip. Why is it so important, Clean Up Australia Day? Well, you touched on it. I mean, every bit that we pick up is litter that's not damaging our environment, not getting into our waterways, not hurting our marine life. But it's more than that. It's actually, it changes behaviour. So once you've taken part in a cleanup, it does change the way you think about what you buy, how you use items. Um, and 
the simple steps you can make in your own life to reduce your footprint on the environment. So it has a good impact that flows through. And we do lots of work in schools as well. And kids just get that message so easily. They're, they're fantastic advocates for it. So in, in Tasmania, what are the trends? Do you know any trends of, of rubbish? Yes. Has it changed over the years? Yes, it has changed over the years. So we do an annual litter report, which is a snapshot of what our volunteers have picked up throughout the year in their cleanup efforts. And this year's report showed that um, Tassie is sort of tracking what's happening across the nation, except for a couple of items, and that's soft plastic pieces. So um, it's higher the amounts of those that are being found by volunteers in Tassie and also um, beverage containers. So those sort of containers that would be captured by a container deposit scheme, that's where you get a 10 cent refund where you return those. Tassie's, Tassie's yet to implement that scheme and we've seen in the places where that's been taken up that those items end up less frequently as litter in the environment. So we know putting a value on them actually works mm. to reduce them as litter, which is really good to see. And the plan is that Tassie will bring that um, bring that scheme in this year. So that will be fantastic. Is that see. something you've driven at Clean Up Australia? We have been advocates for that for decades and, and Dad fought um, really hard for that. So Dad, my daddy and Ken and founded the charity 34 years ago. So yes, we have been instrumental in that as as have other great um, charity groups and, and community members. So it's, it's a great thing for the community because they can get um, money back for those containers and it's fantastic for the environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. It seems a, a no-brainer to me. We've seen it work in South Australia for a number of decades, Pip. Now, Pip, yes. what is the end goal for Clean Up Australia? <laughs> the end goal is that there is no such thing as litter and waste, that we move to a circular economy where we reuse things, the way we treat our resources, not like waste, where we use them once and toss them away. We'd love to see no need for cleaning up, um, but we do still have a lot of litter that ends up in the environment. 130,000 tonnes of plastic waste goes into our marine environment every year in Australia. So there is a lot of work to do and um, our volunteers are just so integral to, to that uh, and they, it's not too late to sign up and register at cleanup.org.au. Um, we need all the volunteers we can we can get out there cleaning up on Clean Up Australia Day or any time through the year that suits you. Yeah, it looks like there's about 515 sites. So there's a, in, just in around Taz and around, you know, Hobart, there's going to be somewhere close that someone can volunteer and be a part of just by well, having a look yeah. at the website. Yeah, that's right. And, look, you can join a site near you or you can um, set up your own site. So register your own site. If there's a particular area that you're concerned about that's got a lot of litter, register it and um, you can either make it a private site where just your friends and family can clean up or you can make it public where other volunteers can join you in the effort. This Sunday is Clean Up Australia Day. For more information or to register for a clean-up near you, it is cleanup.org.au. Pip Keenan, the Chair of Clean Up Australia. Thanks for joining us on Triple M. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Triple M Breakfast. Hawkey, I know today's a very special day in the Hawkins household. What's happening? Yeah, look, the young fella's 10th birthday. Tommy Hawkins turns 10 today. Oh, is he there? Good morning, Tommy. Morning, Tubes. How old are you today, Tom? Um, 10. 10. Happy birthday, my man. What are you doing for your special day? Uh, we're going out for breakfast. You beauty. Well, and have a great day, Kern, won't you? Oh, I know the Jackies. You beauty. Yeah. Good on you, Tommy Hawkins. Happy 10th birthday, my man. Thanks, Tubes. We'll catch you next week, Hockey. Thanks, mate. Have a great day. It's Triple M Breakfast. Love it when you text in on 0488881073. The text line is blowing up today, Kaz. It is. For a number of reasons. Firstly, let's get to a shout-out. Morning, Kaz and Tubes. Can you please give my grandson a shout-out for his 10th birthday today? Finn Bailey, who goes to St Cuthbert's in Lindisfarne. Great show. Cheers from Anna. Happy Aww. birthday, Finn. Happy birthday, Finn. Ten. Woo. Who way. else was ten? We spoke to another ten-year-old this morning, young Tom Hawkins. Tommy Hawkins. Happy birthday, Tomahawk. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool name, isn't it? 
Yeah. yeah I didn't realise that anyway. I'm a bit, I'm a bit, slow. I'm a bit slow. Sorry. Clean up wouldn't need to exist if there wasn't litter to start with. Have you ever been to Sorrell's school? Dirtiest school I've worked at. Maybe some education will be good. Please keep my name anonymous. Okay, anonymous. What you need to do now is get straight onto the Clean Up Australia website, register Sorrell School, get your friends, get your clean up pack and get down there and clean it up. Yep, I agree. Take a bit of pride too if you work at Sorrell School or you're a student at Sorrell School in the facilities that you have. Yep. Don't just go around picking up rubbish. Like you need to have a... You know, be educated about it. Get, get your gloves, a plan. get your bag, get your, you know, tongs if you need them and get, get onto it. a plan. I don't think kids litter anymore. I think it's an education thing. My, I don't, I'm... Well, the school that my kids go to is pretty clean. Yeah. And they, they're big on it. Yeah. My and I make my particular. son, if we're walking out of the schoolyard at the end of the day, I say, pick that drink bottle up or pink that mm-hmm. wrapper up, put it in the bin. We are all responsibility for our surroundings. I can't clean up my house, though. Morning, Kaz and Tubes. Ask Darren Clark about getting a mohawk in 1987 before the grand final between Tribuna and Rokeby. That comes from JS. Of course, Darren Clark is the president of the Brighton Football Club, a massive lightning premiership happening at the Brighton Footy Club. If you miss that chat, it'll be up on the listener app. A free event happening with an AFL star this Saturday night at the Brighton Footy Club. Uh, and a market. And a market. In the afternoon. In the afternoon after the game. I, I Sorry, I only heard market. Go you to a market. T- you can text any time 04 88 By heading along to triplem.com.au, you could be in line for us to treat you Hobart here on Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Triplem.com.au, just tell us how you want to treat yourself and the treat could be on us here on the Triple M Breakfast show. Good morning to Sandra from Acton Park. Morning, Tubes. Morning, Kaz. Good morning, Sandra. Where do do we find you, Sandra? Where are you today, Sandra? Are you at home or on the are you on the, I'm way, on to the way to work? Yeah. Ooh, Just say that. Sounds like you're in a tunnel, Sandra. Yeah, no, we've got a bit of <laughs> we've got a bit of a delay. Are you travelling on the on the way to work now? Yes. Excellent. We're, what do you do I for am. a living? Um. Just work with the Department of Health. Don't Brilliant. ever say just when you say your workplace. <laughs> hey, I'm sure, it's a special place, the Department of Health. Sandra, well, how did you want to treat yourself? With a lunchtime from Banjos. Oh. A lunchtime treat from Banjos. Why is that, Sandra? Well, I think it's because, you know, you're forever busy with rat race that we live in. You've got a house full of um, adults. You're doing the usual chores, look around, and then they say, what's to eat? Oh, oh no, not again. Well, Sandra, <laughs> just, it sounds like there's no nothing to eat because you are calling us from a tunnel, but that's okay, Sandra. <laughs> yeah. We're happy to treat you okay. Oh, brilliant. Thank we you. We will sort you out, Sandra, with a treat from Banjo's, a <gasps> box of pastries for Sunday Yum. lunch. Sensational. That's a great way to treat yourself, Kaz, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's all it takes, just a box of pastries, and that's your treat. It's triple M breakfast. An iconic Tassie brand, Cascade, is turning 200, and to celebrate, Cascade has teamed up with another Tassie icon, AFL Triple Premiership player, Jack Rewalt, who's got some pretty exciting news for us. Good morning to you, Jack. Good morning, guys. How are we? Well, Jack, I tell you what, teaming up with some big Tasmanian brands, you are. You've teamed up with National Pies a couple of weeks ago. Now you're teaming up with Cascade, all about their 200th anniversary. What's happening for their 200th, Jack? Uh, well, for 200, I mean, it's a pretty uh, substantial birthday, uh, guys. So to, to, to kick it off and to celebrate for the rest of the year, the first Friday of every month, uh, Cascade are going to be giving away two hundred free beers. Whoa! Uh, now there is a, there is a little bit of a, a little bit of a science to this. You've got to get to the designated hotel or pub, uh, which you can find on the Cascade website uh, on that first Friday. And from four pm, the Cascade bell will be rung by the bartender, and then the next two hundred people in there that order a schooner of Cascade will get it on the house. 
Oh, so it's gonna it's not a secret. You can't be the only person in the bar when they and you can't ring the bell yourself. Is that what you're saying, Jack? You can't get in there and just have a one person lock in. Uh... Oh jeez. That's what we Jeez, oh, a big day with two hundred schooners under your belt, Jack. Now, Jack, this iconic brand has been around for two hundred years, of course, eighteen twenty four, when it started out as a sawmill in South Hobart. I used to work there, Jack. Big, big news. In 1924. No, yeah, I've been around a while. <laughs> but, uh, Jack, you've got, have you got a favourite Cascade story? Uh, I do, Tubes. Uh, and it, it actually circles back to my 300th game of footy for the Tigers. Um, we were due to play Brisbane here at the MCG. Uh, and, of course, COVID times, uh, the game got shifted at the last minute on a Friday afternoon. And we jumped on the plane up to the up to the Gold Coast and then I played Brisbane up there and uh, unbeknownst to me because um, I used to I used to spruit Tasmanian products through the halls of the Richard Football Club um, and telling them they were 20 percent better because they came from the Apple Isle uh, the club had actually organized three slabs of cascade draft to be taken up to the Gold Coast uh, and then after the game we won I snagged a couple of goals they rolled in they rolled in uh, the three slabs and we uh, well, yeah, we enjoyed them after Indulged. the game. Well, this is a little-known fact, Jack, that Cascade Draft doesn't get exported. It's only available here in Tasmania. Really? Correct. Yes, correct, correct. So I it is know. quite difficult to get over there. It's a bit like the old American days where they'd smuggle moonshine. They'd smuggle it up to the Gold Coast in COVID times through slabs of, of Cascade Draft. That's so, so good. We don't know how good we've got it here in Tasmania. We've no, got our we're own real exclusive lucky. brews. And it's the, it is genuinely the best beer in the world. Two, Jack. 200 years old celebrating, and as you say, Jack, free beers with schooners at different pubs on the first Friday of every month. Historic uh, Customs House is first up, isn't it, Jack? Correct. Friday, this Friday, obviously, short short month of February. Um, so the 1st of February is a Friday. Uh, 1st of March, sorry, is a Friday. And that will be 4 p.m. Customs House roll on down after a solid week of work. Uh, <laughs> and you can uh, enjoy... A, uh, if you're in the first 200, of course, from 4pm, you can enjoy a uh, free beer on Cascade. Yeah, wow. Cascade Draft, Cascade Lager or Pale Ale, drinking venue, of course, maximum one beer per day. Jack, Jack, all the details are where? Cascade, head to the Cascade website. You can uh, find out where the next pubs are going to be uh, and sneak your way. I've got a feeling the inside word is Claremont. Oh. We're in the Claremont area is two, and then we might be back to the wharf uh, area right, for Pub 3, but you can get all the details at uh, the Cascade website. Well, Jack Rewalt, helping Cascade celebrate 200 years of producing beer in Tasmania. I can't wait to find out what next brand you're going to be pairing up with, Jack Rewalt. It's always <laughs> well, good to chat, well, mate. Well, we were, we were just having a quick text offline. I, I've suggested Wayne's car sales, and you've said Tasmanian carb cleaning. So, <laughs> and Tubes, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you realise, Tubes, I actually sent you back. Phone number for Tasmania Cup. And everybody, everyone knows. That's it, Jack. Good on you, Jack Rewalt. We'll talk to you soon, mate. Thanks, guys. Kaz, you can text us anytime. 04-88-88-1073. This comes from a listener in Glen Hewen who's asked to have their name kept anonymous. Good morning. <laughs> this is regarding Kaz talking about women of a certain age wearing shorts, bathers, etc., I'm a mum in my mid-40s with two teenage sons, and I've always been, thought that I've been very open and expressed how important it is to them that no matter what a woman is wearing, you do not comment on her face, her body, what she is wearing. It is that person's choice to wear whatever she wants. I was just leaving for work this morning, this morning and I have on a dress that's probably mid-thigh length, maybe a little bit shorter than I normally wear, but I feel comfortable in it. As I was walking out the door, my 15-year-old son says to me, Mum, that dress is a bit short. In my head, if he said that to me, I would have been outraged and blew up at him. But I was actually a bit shocked that he said it and didn't really know what to say. So I just kind of said, oh, is it? And I walked out the door. But you talking about how uncomfortable women feel wearing certain things makes me just realise that our kids have been so kind of brainwashed by society to think that it's only hot young women that can wear whatever they want. It is so important that these kids realise that women don't dress for men's entertainment. Mm. Where's it coming from? Who's that, teaching kids? My son wouldn't know whether I had, you know, a Smurf suit on when I left the... I, I think I think that's fair and, and your child <laughs> has a very... Um, but I do. Strong, independent, yeah. f- free-thinking mum. 
I do ask him if – well, like I like dresses and I like dressing up and wearing nice things, but mm. I'm quite old now, Tubes. I don't know if you've realised. But I, I don't think you're am as hot now as you pers- finally comfortable with what I – I wear whatever I want. Yep. I, if I want to be a slave to fashion, I will be. If I want to wear heels that kill my feet, I will be. I'm doing this because I personally want to do it. Yep. I have a bit of an, uh, you know, leftover self-confidence from growing up in the 80s and 90s where, mm-hmm. you know, it was all about body image. And kids with with YouTube and in, in Instagram and filters, you know, it's a different world again. Yeah, yeah, and it is the best time to be born a woman and we still have a way to go. That's yes. what I think our listener in Glen Hewen is trying to say here. We have a way to go to educate our people, not just our men, but our women and our population about if you haven't got anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. In fact, don't say anything at all yeah. about someone's appearance. Yeah. Someone's it's best choices. to just accept, be kind, move on. Be kind. It's their choice. And I think I think that, that that's a that's a fair point from Raylisa and Glenn Hewen to, to think about where we're at in society. But we I still think we have a way to go. Yes. I even me at six foot three male. I remember specifically the day, the day that I was comfortable with my body. I remember it. I was at university. I was living at Jane Franklin Hall at college. Moved down from Bernie, and my towel fell off around me in my room, in the privacy of my own room. There was a wall with a window, a mirror on it, and my towel fell off me. And I remember looking in the mirror and looking at my naked body <laughs> and going, "You know what?" You're okay. And I verbally said, you're okay, Tubes. And I remember that day. It took me a long time to feel comfortable in my body. And I'm six foot three and a big guy. Yeah. I remember the day. And it's unfortunate that our kids and that even our listener in Glenn Hewen, who said she's in her mid-40s, she sounds like she's confident but still has that doubt creeping in. Yeah. How do we get rid of it 100%? Love to hear your thoughts on that. It's Triple M Breakfast. Quick shout out, Kaz, to Caleb Jewell and Bo Webster, who both made the Marsh One Day Cup team of the tournament Woo-hoo. for the limited overs. Well done to Caleb Jewell and Bo Webster, making that Marsh One Day Cup team of the tournament from the Tassie Tigers. Two of our great batters. Bo actually does both bowling and batting. And Caleb was named as a wicketkeeper too. So multi-faceted, talented athletes there. It's now time to... Play some trivia. Every single day, we give away 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative Homes' $50,000 first home builders boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. Good morning to Matt in Howrah. How are you going, guys? Good, thanks. What's happening in your world today, Matt? Oh, just taking my our little our little kitten to the vet for his uh, get microchipped and then off to work. So. And what's the kitten's name? Uh, Alfie. Alfie. Alfie? What colour is Alfie. He's a ginger. A ginger? Oh, he'll live till he's 100. Ginger <laughs> cats live for a long, long, long time. Did you want the cat, Matt, <laughs> just out of curiosity? Um, I was happy with the first one. The second one was oh. the wife and kids idea, unfortunately. Oh, so there's yeah. two cats, two <laughs> cat family. Double catted. Mm. <laughs> What's your other cat's name? Baxter. Baxter. And Baxter is a... He's a, what they call a ghost tabby. So he looks black, but when the... Um, the sunlight hits him on the right angle. You see, like, brown sort of uh, markings on him. So, oh, yeah. Like one of those rulers that you could tw- turn and show you two different pictures. I'm going to have to wind <laughs> this up, guys. This is too much too much cat <laughs> Matt, chat for me. Matt, you've won. You've won, Daddy Trivia. Congratulations. <laughs> Matt, oh, come can, on, you, meow. <laughs> can you test your buzzer, please, Matt? Matt. Beautiful. You'll be playing Fiona from Kingston. Morning, Fiona. Good morning. You're not uh, going to give us any cat chat, are you, Fiona? I've got two uh, Russian blue cats. Oh, Fiona, it's, it's cat against cat. What are their names, <laughs> Fiona? Sorry? What are the cats' names? Gracie and Twilight. Oh. Oh, dear. What have I'm we very, done? very close to what getting a cat. There's a lot of no, cats. Don't do it. Yeah, don't I'm do very it. close. I might, I might foster a cat from 10 lives. I think there's, they no. need some help up there. They so. do. They yeah, do. Good idea. Fiona, can you test your buzzer, please? Fiona. Excellent. We've got three trivia questions, both my, all of the multiple choice. Buzz in if you know the answer, and if you get two correct, you will win a hundred bucks cash. Thanks to Creative's fifty thousand dollars first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Question number one: 
Which Tasmanian cricketer won a place in the team of the tournament for the Marsh One Day Cup? Was it A, Caleb Jewell or B, Ian Carlisle? Matt. Matt? A. Correct. It was Caleb Jewell, and I feel like you buzzed in with Cat then, Matt. Yeah, I thought you, you said Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please change your name to Cat now? Well, will say meow from now on, don't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. What colour was the Tasman Bridge lit up overnight? Was it green, A, or B, pink? Fiona. Fiona. Pink. It was. It was lit up pink for... Rare Disease Day. Rare Disease Day uniting patients across thousands of rare conditions, but it also aims to reach a broader audience to raise awareness for rare diseases. Well done, Fiona. You're halfway to 100 bucks. We've got a tiebreaker now, Kaz. Which Tasmanian town does the ferry for Bruni Island leave from? Matt. Is it Matt for the win? Beg your pardon, Matt? Kettering. Correct, Matt. Well done. Bad luck, Fiona. That's all right. Well done. That's all right, Fiona. Well done. But Matt, you have won a hundred bucks cash thanks to Creative's fifty thousand dollar first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Matt, the question is: Are you going to take the cash, or are you going to come back tomorrow for two hundred bucks? I'll talk to you tomorrow, Chief. Yeah, beauty. Love that. Matt the Catman is off to the vets, but we will see him (laughs) tomorrow. He's got to pay the vet bill. He didn't want to be the Catman, did you, Matt? Oh, one was okay. Two is, uh, we'll see how it goes. Excessive. That's... Excessive. <laughs> no, it's not. Matt, we will talk to you tomorrow. 200 bucks on the line for Tassie Trivia for Creative Homes. $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. All the best with the cat today, Matt. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> that is Matt from Howard. We'll talk to him tomorrow. Love when you text on 0488881073 because this is a way that you can get in touch with us. And tell us whatever you want to. Talk <laughs> yes. to us about whatever you like. Whatever your heart desires. We're, we're here to read it. We're here for it. Yes. What, what's on your mind, Hobart? Yes. Yeah. Let us know. I want to know more about Darren Clark's mohawk. Darren Clark got a mohawk in 1987 before the grand final between Tribunner and Rokeby. Wow. That would have been... Imagine being in a game of footy, Tribunner versus Rokeby. That's a couple of tough suburbs. Yeah. That would have been a beauty. And Darren Clark looks like he was a tough unit. With a mohawk, oh, yeah. he might have come out. What a guy. He was he it was all over it. 0488881073 is a text on this one here. Oh, does Kaz have her bins out today? Or hmm. is it next Monday? Well, Richard, uh, I'm not putting the bins out at 4.30 in the morning, or am I? Did I see bins when I drove to work? I think I did. No, I'm pretty sure my husband said, don't put your car in the driveway because we've got to put the bins out. But there that's a blue job. There's pink jobs and blue jobs. It's, that's not a bad thing. I don't... Jobs are jobs are jobs, Kaz. No, there's some stuff I don't want to do, so I just say no. That's fine. This one here, uh, tell the full story. Male and females in the same position with the same qualifications are paid the same. The pay gap across a business pro- is a product predominantly men sitting in higher paid roles. This is generally due to these roles being laborious, dirty, or requiring long hours, which women don't often want to do. Have you ever seen a role advertised with separate salaries for men and women? No, we haven't. But the pay gap is real. It exists for people doing the same job. Yes. And that is BS. And I don't think we say jobs women don't want to do because women want to do lots of jobs. Well, you did just say you don't want to put the bins out. I don't want to put the bins out. Yeah, but that's my Prerogative. Sure, that's my prerogative. That's true. Do I put the bins out? Yes, I do. Yes, and also I do think it's bin day in West Moona, so <laughs> put your bins out. You probably miss them. Do you ever run across the road and put your rubbish in the neighbour's bins or move your bins? Haven't chips? had to do that for a while, but when we did have a lot of nappies and extra yeah. disposables, we certainly did. It's triple M breakfast. We talked a little bit about pay gaps before, and Dingles from Dover says, Your mental tubes, if you honestly believe people doing the same job get paid differently simply because of gender, you need to look at the numbers and see for yourself and stop spreading false information over your media platform. Dingles from Dover. Uh, Dingles, this is actual facts. Yeah. Uh, that this is happening. This is why we're having these things to stop it from happening. The reality is, Dingles, this isn't my opinion. No. This, this is-, is not my opinion on how people are getting paid. It's just come out in the news that we, any company, it has to, over 100 
employees has to be paid, has to re- reveal the details around their gender pay gaps. Yeah. Luckily in Tasmania, the gender pay gap is only around 5%. Hmm. But there are some high profile businesses out there that, you know, are have to be transparent. There are. There are, and they should be transparent. And the reality is that we shouldn't be paying people less for the job they're doing if it is the same job. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I've experienced it, but then we've said, well, how how do I know? You do generally don't talk about money. You don't sit next to your work colleague and go, um, can I? Can you just pass over your pay packet, please, so I can see how much you've earned? Yeah. We don't get paid in cash anymore, so you don't see someone opening the envelope and, you know, counting oh, it out on the table. And this won't happen across award rate jobs. Like someone working in hospitality is on a award rate. Yeah. They are being paid the same whether they're male, female, female or indifferent. Same thing for teachers. Yeah. That, and there shouldn't be a pay gap, but there is. The mm. facts are that in Tasmania, it's 5.4%. We've got the lowest pay gap. Western Australia has 21.7%. The rest of the states vary between that. That, That's crazy mm. to me. Love to know your opinion, though. Appreciate your text, Dingle, Dingles, from Dover. Cat uh, has texted in and said, Go, JJ, smash the Hawks. That is, of course, tonight at 5.30 at My oh, State Bank Arena. No, I'm still trying to get tickets, but, you know, I'm going to have to watch that on the, on oh, the yeah, telly. Watch it. On yeah. the telly. Uh, and Kerry just called in to say there was a beautiful ghost tabby cat at the 10 Live Centre op shop in Margate recently, only three years old and very affectionate. Might be a nice addition to Kaz's household. Oh. I'm glad you said Kaz's household and not mine. I get a bit upset, Kaz, that there's people out there that think that, that are looking for excuses as to why there's a pay gap. Yeah. For any other reason than it's just you're a man and you're a woman. Mm. It's bullshit. Yeah. I'm getting fired up here because there's some people that still, the report is flawed because the most add up men what earn and what women earn and then average it out. They don't take into account that on average more hours, full-time work, Kim. Just, they would take that shit into account, Kim. These reports aren't just some dickhead up in Claremont putting together going, oh, anecdotal. This is all researched. The pay gap is real. The pay gap exists and we need to fix it. End of story. Mm, And I don't even know why I'm fired up about it. I guess because I just want... Somebody goes, because it's generally men saying, nah, it's not because Sheila's don't want to do the hard work so they're not getting paid the hours. We just need to be better. Mm, Do better. Do better. Be better. End of story. Mm. Anyway, until tomorrow at 6am, we'll be back. Catch you then. Be kind. And treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M.